You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. Okay, so I was curious to get your opinions on this. I recently went to the dentist and I had really sensitive teeth this time. And I've been using this different toothpaste that was fluoride free. And basically, a long story short, my my dentist was like, no, go on this brand, build up your enamel again, get it healthy, but it has fluoride. And in my mind, all week long, as I've been using the toothpaste, all I can think of is that that thing that I've been taught, and I'm sure you've heard it, is that uh, fluoride causes a pineal gland to crust over or whatever it is, calcify. And it'll interfere with my intuitive abilities. And so all week long, I've been having this like battle within me of saving my teeth, but am I ruining my third eye? And I was just wondering, you know, have I ever really looked into that for myself? Have I ever really tested it? I tested dairy. And from all I can tell, I'm fine. (laughs) Dairy doesn't bother me in terms of my abilities. So I went back on the dairy. And I was just curious if you ladies like have these similar, I I know we've talked about limitations before, but it's almost like it was an old wives tale for me. And I'm not saying it's not true, but just, are there things that you find yourself avoiding or demonizing? Um, Because, you know, we're taught that don't do this if you want this result. And I, I don't know. I was just curious. Well, first of all, has fluoride, do you have that? Do you carry that same story about fluoride that I do that it, calcifies the pineal gland i i've heard it i've i've heard it and it it makes me wonder i think my little truth sense that's been popping up lately says that it's a it's a distortion but yet Mm -hmm. it is also because there's a conscious collective behind it it's kind of making it so Mm. so whether you want to actually be a part of this conscious collective, you have a choice to choose. I like that. That's a good way of putting it. I don't buy into a lot of things um, for whatever reason. Um, I mean, I don't smoke. I figure that's probably true, that it could be bad for you. But um, I've got relatives smoked, you know, all their lives, 100 hours a day and um, have not had it affect them. And I mean, there's, there's, there's people that's always going to show both sides, but it seems to me um, that spirituality brings a whole different mindset sometimes to things. So, um, so take, and I'm I'm not going to veer away from what you're saying, Angela, but Mm -hmm. you know, the whole decision to be vegetarian or vegan, right. A a lot of it becomes ethically. I just don't want to eat animal products or, you know, uh, it's, it's more of a, a mindset for me. You know, I, that's very understandable. And people make an idea, a, a principled, um, uh, belief over that, but it seems when it comes to spirituality, 
there's such a fear of losing something, especially if you've been working with it, that when that comes to your mindset that fluoride's bad or dairy's bad or meat's bad or alcohol's bad, that you're going to lose it. Uh, You know, from some of the people that I've been around in in the classes and and these years, it it seems to hit a little harder, a little scarier, not for the majority of people, because most people don't don't even consider the two, you know, or the, not even the two, the, 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 most of the population does not even know about some of these, I don't want to even call them rumors, some of these ideas that what we eat, what we process could affect it. Now, again, going back to Heather and I've mentioned Sylvia Brown, you know, uh, uh, lots of times because she was very popular back in in the eighties. This was a big woman, probably not a vegan. Who am I to say, but you know what? Um, Probably enjoyed a little sugar. I don't know about the alcohol, but definitely rest your soul did not look like the epitome of health. Right. Okay? And she was very good at what she did. There have been uh, a lot of mediums I've followed um, for an interesting in the beginning. It seemed like a lot of um, the mediums from the past were always large women. You didn't see as many men, of course. Um, but as we see more men, you know, come out they're all different sizes. And so are the women. And maybe women are apt to be a little more in shape nowadays, because a lot of them, if they're on camera, you know, it becomes more of a, uh, yeah. a to be seen thing. But there's a lot I've, I've gone to in the past who were all different sizes, and, and none of them were yoga, fitness people. So that said, and the experience of classes I've had where people drink, uh, I'm not, I did not partake in that because I, that's where I have a, a line. I don't personally think it's a good idea to be drinking and then to be doing, you know, uh, medium or intuitive work. It just, I don't like it for me. So you, so you don't mix spirit with spirit. I, I ah! the double spirits. Yeah. <laughs> it just, you know, it, it, yeah, there we go. No mixing spirits, period. So that one, um, that one, I'm just, uh, uh, maybe again, that maybe it's a belief, maybe it's a wives tale. No one, well, there have been people who have said they don't do it, but in a long story short with my rambling, um, I don't worry about fluoride. I do use a sensitive toothpaste because my teeth have been sensitive. Um, I've never looked at the ingredients. I hear constantly from a lot of the podcasts I listen to where they are working on things to eat and not to eat to get you closer to spirit. I just don't follow it because it's it's not my mindset. But if it's someone else's, that's cool. You know. It's so interesting, though, what you said about drinking, not mix, mixing spirits. Excellent. Um I can see where that becomes your personal preference and then somebody else hears it and it becomes like a rule, you know, especially if someone like admires you and thinks, oh, well, Stephanie doesn't do it that way. So I'm not going to do it that way. And that's understandable, but how easily it becomes, you should never do this. Mm. And it's so, it's so easy for me to Anywhere else in my life, I'm like, no, I'll decide for myself. But when it comes to my spirituality, because it's so important to me, it's so interesting. It's like I got out of the church because it removed me. It put barriers between me and God because it had all these rules. And so what do I do? I find my own rules. I'm just realizing that. See, it's my turn to have my mind go. Oh, good. It's just, you know what? And the question <laughs> to ask yourself, you know, had you been doing this work as a child or even an adolescent, you would have developed your own way of doing it. But since yeah. it comes later in life, we look to not necessarily gurus, but certainly teachers, certainly mentors, because we want it sometimes so bad 
that were willing to make these sacrifices because if it works for them, we think that's the recipe. Yeah. And it can be, but it can also not work for us, right? It's it's yeah. individually. It's yeah. it's individual because I have had on three separate occasions three psychics tell me, No dairy. Your team says no dairy. And for a while there, I, I think on the past podcast, I'm like, you know, there's it, there's this really foggy, foggy whatever in front of me. And I just, I'm not, <laughs> what's going on? And then, you know, I had to stop dairy and I'm like, eh, eh. Oh. <laughs> so that is something for me. And it's not on a physical level. It's on a spiritual level. And I'd like to also bring that into the equation too, is what's good you have to check in both physically and spiritually, I think. Yeah. So today, it's funny that you guys are talking about this because today I had to check in with my body. It's been a while since I've had wheat or every once in a while I have like a slice of toast or something. Well, I had a slice of toast today and I am bright red on my face. Mm. Spiritually, I'm okay. Wheat's okay. But I had to check in with my body and I said, I asked, I asked my body, I said, hmm. Is there something going on with wheat that it's, I'm no longer resonating with it. And it's like, yes. I'm like, okay. So I had to have a sit there. I was like, oh man, I just got back with wheat. And I really love my sourdough. And I was just like, and I didn't want to look at it the same as I feel as dairy. Cause dairy, I just cut off like cold turkey. I was like, no, I love my senses. My senses come first. But yet I wasn't honoring my body. And I was like, well, every once in a while I can have some wheat. I didn't want to cut it off cold turkey. And how how I wasn't, I didn't honor my body as much as I honored my spiritual senses. And I was just like, holy cow. So you know what? Check in with your with your body consciousness and also your spiritual consciousness because we're multidimensional beings. So yeah. one might not be the best for one or, you know, both. Who knows? So, well, to your point, you know, I, and I will probably go back to vegetarianism at some point because I get really upset for the animals. So it's really hard for me to eat meat. I do. But also I was getting the added benefit of this is supposed to really help with the spirituality. You know, you don't have the death hormone in your body for seven years and then you blah, blah, blah. But I had to put that another thing like fluoride and the pineal. Well, exactly, exactly. And I had to put aside that. And I was like, you know, even if it's true to your point about honoring the body as well as the spiritual, I could tell my body was not getting what it needed, even though I was eating healthy. I didn't fall into the trap of always having pasta or whatever. I was really eating healthy as a vegetarian and I was still, I could my, my body wasn't getting what it needed and I knew it. So it, yeah, you have to honor your physical body as well as the spiritual, at least I choose to, you know, but, um, so that, that's just, it, it's a good point that you made about it. for me, at least it can't all be about just spirit. Yeah. It has yeah. to be physical body as well. Exactly. Yeah. I, I remember when my body's like, look lady, I, I need some fat proteins from animal during this ascension and I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. And you brought up Angela when you, you said you don't know if it was actually true, the, the eating meat, um, you know, staying in your body for seven years, the dead meat, what have you. And 
you know, as you start continue to do the work, you realize that, you know, what we've thought is true for many cases is, is the opposite as you start to grow and expand. And there's so few things that are a hundred percent really, really true. And like, you know, the sun is hot. I think we, most people, the majority of people can agree on that from what we understand heat to be right. Things that are tangible and that you see them again, the majority of people react to, but so many things are just, you know, subjective. They're, they're experienced per each person. And yeah. again, like I brought up with the smoking, yes, smoking kills a lot of people. You know, it causes a lot of uh, physical uh, ailments, but there's people who smoke who live to a hundred, right? So yeah. does it mean it's not true? No, but it means it's not true for everyone. And yeah. that's what we have to realize, right? Like Heather was saying, she tuned into her body to get what she needs. I don't, I don't have any allergies or any issues with anything. So um, I, I have no idea what it's like to have reactions to things, right? Um, if so, I give up something, it's I'm giving up because I'm trying to experiment or I've wanted to see if I feel different without it. But there's nothing I can't have. There's a lot I don't like, which is probably a good thing, but there's plenty of unhealthy things, unhealthy in quotations, because that's what we're told, right? Um, so it's what you want to believe. I kind of think that if I'm drinking something that is deemed unhealthy or eating something unhealthy, and I knowingly say I shouldn't have this, but I'm I'm in, I'm putting that attention in. So I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think negatively or positively when I eat. Yeah. I'm just grateful. I can taste, which I fully can't yet, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you still can't taste? <laughs> Aww. Um, no, you know, to your point, I enjoy a glass of wine when I cook at night, but I also honor the fact that my body has changed. You know, I used to be able to drink wine. Now it's like, it turns sour on me if I have close to a full glass. You know, like I, I, you have a pour from the restaurant. Mine's like two thirds of that. When I say I have a glass at home, if I have more than that, if I'm really in the mood to have more, it turns sour in my mouth. Your body rejects it. My body rejects it. So it's like, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's the answer is moderation and everything, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but just that whole honor your body. If it gives you an inch, don't take a mile. You know, which I'll do with sugar again and again. It's like, oh, I had a little peanut butter cup and I didn't react. I'm now going to have the bag because spirit clearly gave me permission. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like sick and I'm complaining to Heather. My husband's like, stop moaning. You knew what you were doing. (laughs) You know, yeah. It's being mindful and honest with yourself as you consume whatever it is you're consuming. So is there, is there something either one of you um, eat now or have eaten that you really had fear? Like I want it so bad, but it's going to stop me from, you know, having this experience or have you been able to just say, yeah, I don't need it anymore. Cause I'm, I want to keep my, you know, uh, third eye open or I want to get closer to God or whatever the, th- the theory is. Mine would be dairy. I still want dairy, but I'm you still like, like it and want it. I okay. still love dairy. I loved cheese. I, I had um, to end my love affair with cheese. So, so, <laughs> so many but people love cheese. Yeah. I love oh, I cheese. Love cheese. <laughs> but 
I love my psychic senses so much more. So, and it gives you a fog. And like you said, it for you, you get like a fogginess or. You, I do. I, I can't hear my team as well. There is just, it muddies the waters and I'm just like, it's just this no, not worth it. Like if anything that's going to get me a leg up for having a clean crystal clear communication with my team. Yeah. I don't need to muddy the waters, but I was, there's a point to where you become hyper vigilant. And it's just not fun. And I and I went down that path right afterwards after I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll cut everything out. And then I just realized like, look, sometimes things are gonna s- going to slip in and sometimes they do and I'll take a bite and I'll know immediately. I don't even have to look. I don't even have to ask. I'll know and I just stop eating it. And it's, it's very interesting. But for me to be hyper vigilant about it, like, no, no dare you. Oh, my God. I, I had to I had to change that direction because I didn't want to go down that path. I remember after I found out from my team and then there was dairy and something and something told me, go look at the ingredients, Heather. And I looked at the ingredients and I was like, oh, no, there's like butter in here. And I became very apologetic to my team. And they're like, Heather, you did it unwillingly. It's OK. And I was like. Oh, yeah. And then we're like, you know, I need to stop apologizing. So, And even if you did it willingly, it's like you're not hurting anyone. You're just choosing to have it. Just you like the effect of when you don't have it more Mm -hmm. because it truly has an effect on you. Yeah. So does alcohol has an effect. I actually feel the vibrational difference because I it's something that I can feel inside my body. So I try to stay away from it. Every once in a while, I have a cocktail or something, but... Hard alcohol? No, I can't. <laughs> Liquor, I can't do. That that damages me, but a, a glass of wine, I can do. It's an interesting line between willingly modifying your diet and your lifestyle and falling into, like Heather says, that place of deprivation and you know self-monitoring and punishing behavior where you regret it with such angst and, you know, guilt and shame. And it reminds me very much of um, like being on a diet, right? Where um, once you're in the the mode of your new routine, and if you slip up, you know, it's just, you know, you feel like you've lost everything. And it's just from that moment, but then like Heather said, or Angela was saying, if you already messed up that, that moment, you might as well just kill the whole day at that point, right? It's like that free pass, you know, but, and that's why I certainly don't enjoy um, actual diets is because when I had been on them in the past, food was just all encompassing on my mind all day long, all day long. I mean, I, I don't think about food all day long here. I eat when I need to, what have you enjoy what I have, but when I was following Weight Watchers, you know, that's how I always used uh, the diets. Um, it, you know, counting points, being aware of what you're going to eat, where you're going to go, who's going to have what. It's just, you know, I just, I was so consumed with you know, food yeah. 24 hours a day. And I just look back to those days and I just didn't enjoy it. Was I happier? No, by all means. It was constantly doing math and, you know, doing all things in my head that were not bringing me joy in order to have a certain pant size. And and that doesn't resonate with me. You know, I mean, it's good. I did it because I have the experience of it. Um, 
I know, you know, obviously that there's a balance in there of, of, of what's bringing you the best joy, you know, is like you say, it's, it's one thing if it's health. Okay. So you're looking at a certain size, you're looking at a certain feeling, then you add the spiritual level level to it. You know, you've got to find that right fit for that too. And sometimes may I ask, I think sometimes they're not in sync. Sometimes your physical right is benefiting from this behavior and lifestyle, but it's hurting your spiritual and vice versa. So how can we finally put everything in balance and yet be happy? You know, like who, who's the happy yeah. one? The spiritual one, the physical one, the emotional, because the emotional eating is part of it too, right? When you when you satisfy if you're feeling up or down, uh celebrating or hurting. I don't know. I mean, maybe it just changes constantly. Maybe you just kind of give in one, like, you know, when I'm in a spiritual mood, you're going to give in to, I want to feed that. And when you're in a, you know, a physical mode, you're going to be like, you know what? My body needs, like Heather was saying, my body needs the protein. I've got to go there. Yeah. And then like for you, Angela, if you've had that day and you're just like today, the emotional is going to get it. I want wine to relax. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess because unlike Heather, I don't have anything that like she can quantifiably tell her spirituality, her abilities, her clairs go down a notch when she has dairy. I think if that was the case, it would be easier for me to cut things out. For me, it's, it's a physical, my body goes down a notch, you know, when I have certain things and I don't know, I don't know how, how to integrate all of that. That's a lot to worry about. That's a lot just on the physical yeah. side, right? Let alone you add all the other layers on it. Yeah. I don't know if you can, or if you just trade off. Right. You know, you just. It's a revolving. Yeah. Um, lazy Susan of, of who's, who's going to get it. Today. Right. And it's like today's <laughs> spiritual. And, and, you know, I yeah. do that with my life. I, I'll go through, I mean, I have a spiritual life, but there are definitely phases where it's mostly concerns about the quote unquote 3D world, even though there's it's more integrated now. Um, The focus, the weight of my focus isn't so much on the ritual of meditation. They're doing this. It's, I still do it, but the weight of my focus is on my everyday stuff, but then it always swings back. You know, I'm starting to pull out my crystals again. I haven't been using my crystals for a while and that's fine. I've been meditating every day, but the whole enchilada, so to speak, I haven't been doing that in a while and now it's flowing back. So maybe that's just how it is. It's how it is with everything until you, until I think, why not have it ebb and flow until it fully integrates? You know what I mean? You're learning how to your juxtaposition on each side and just that pendulum swaying back and forth until it, until you get as close as you can on your path. Yeah. And we I'm see people remember, who are, you know, you know, really one way or really the other. And, and it's so appealing to not, you know, even though I'm sure they are nuanced and have days where they feel a, a back and forth, their overall picture is one of like, let's say Sandra Walter seems to be completely this all the time. And, it's very appealing, but it's not me. I ebb and flow. I, you know, turn the lazy Susan around between spiritual and whatnot. But see, we beat ourselves up for that because we see yeah. that and we're like, oh, I'm not that. But here's the thing. It's like, so we all come from source. We are source. We are all creator gods, correct? Mm-hmm. So why would creator God want to have the exact same experience in every single person? 
would be the joy of that. No, so, makes but we're taught to compare ourselves at you know at a very we early are. age. We are. So if again, if something's new to you, you want to do it the best possible the right way. way. Right. So you yeah. look to people who have obviously big followings and who seem to know what they're talking about, and we assume it's going to work for us, you know. And and when you realize ourselves. that that putting yourself into that box, you know, like, like Angela says, it's no different than religion or any kind of programming that makes you think there is one way you lose that, that beautiful relationship unto yourself of discovery where you can say, Oh my gosh, you know, I, I never needed any of those crystals, any of that training. I needed just to listen to myself or to, you know, connect with spirit. But how many of us start off that way? No, we get all the stuff. We do all the things, get the certificates, you know, whatever you think is going to get you closer. Um, yeah. And I, I don't blame it. I've, I've done it too. Believe me. I remember but, the spiritual teacher that told me she was channeling one of my teams and they, they, they said, look, walk away from it all. Like you don't need any of it. It's just, it's just something to, you know, distract you from the truth of who you really are and you know she's she said uh walk away from it all and i got so pissed off that was my first night i had like that dark night of the soul like that's when i cussed out my team i was so pissed off and so triggered that they're like hey you're not supposed to you know it's not it's not that bad and i was like no you stick it where the sun doesn't shine how dare you tell me that nothing I was like, how come I, how come I can't use the tarot cards or the crystals or anything else, but everybody else gets to use them. But no, Heather can't go blank yourself. And oh, I was just so mad. <laughs> and I was crying. I cried myself to sleep. I woke up all like, and I was just so mad. And I, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night going, just, just give me a moment. I know, I know I'm, it's like, like, just, just give me a moment. Damn you. I understand. Yep. <laughs> I hate you, but okay. I yeah. love you too. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Just go away, but be right here. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Oh, and that's such an impotent anger because there's you can't sink your teeth into it. You know, you're like you're angry, but there's no one to blame, and it just sucks. No. Oh. You just gave me great insight, Heather, as to why I don't work with a team um, <laughs> because there's just, I just don't like taking orders and I'm just not going to listen to, um, no, I'm just not. I'm, and, and I just see such clarity now in that, that I will, you know, kind of, um, you know, like any, like, like what that, that, you know, something that does not have sight and just continues to go and bumps against a wall, turns around, comes back the other way. That's the way I will do things because I will not be told make a right here because, you know, because we say it's best for you. That's not my, my person. I does not work with that. So uh, I see that it's just very, very, <laughs> it's so funny now because someone told us that you're not watch me. I'd go buy 10 decks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. Uh, there's 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 e there's your ego like no <sighs> but you know what it's okay. or it's just her free will like no yeah. this is how i'm gonna express this lifetime well, let me you ask you this me. like we're going into unity consciousness and co-creating with other people why not co-create with your team well i'm not saying you're not but see there's 
there's probably um, how I relate is thinking it's my idea. That's probably how uh, it works with me. See, window dressing. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, we all if we are the team, right? So yeah. it's how we talk to ourselves. And you know, going this is related and not related, but so a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the divine being external and we were talking about how we relate to it. And I said, um, because of the old programming with, with religion that I still talk to God outside of myself. Right. Even though I can say the words, I am God, I am the divine, but I still talk to God outside. So I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I said, I was going to try a new thing called the we. And so I've been doing it every day and um, it becomes, it's getting easier, but what, what it is, is now I'm, I feel like I'm, I've turned into some kind of non-binary identity because now I understand that they, we, them, I really do. I'm because I'm like, yeah, they get it. That's what we are. What's oh, that's awesome. So I give thanks instead of, I am grateful. We are thankful. And in praise, so your pronouns are we absolutely it's <laughs> me because it's all encompassing. That's me. That's the divine. That's higher self. That's spirit guides. That's everything. And so it's a cult. It's a, you know, a collective group that I'm working with in order to find, um, a balance and a, uh, to change a hierarchy, you know, right. Because God's always here or the divine's always here. And I was always here yeah. and I lifted myself hold it down a little bit and put us all together to see how I feel with that. Right. To, because that. it's still too hard to really reference myself as God. So if it's yeah. collective, so I'm trying with that. And that's a, a perfect example of how we've got to find what works for us. Right. And there is yeah. no, there's going back to our, there is no right or wrong. See, if it doesn't work, you try something else. Mm-hmm. You know, if it works, Hey, you found your secrets, your recipe, right. Exactly. Your, your fit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. Just keep experimenting. And when it resonates and you know, you can feel it, keep doing it until it doesn't anymore. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you'll find the next way you resonate. So, yeah. Absolutely, because it just wasn't feeling right to keep reaching to God outside of myself. Yeah. It just was no longer feeling like, see, it's just old programming. It doesn't feel right. But again, because of the programming, I still, I can't. I can't really be the God yet. Yeah. Right. So there's, if I have companionship in it, it, it's working. So yeah, we'll see how that continues too, but I'm getting lost in it, you know, because I lose my identity with the I and I, Oh, that's we. And then I start feeling like, again, like, Oh, I get them. (laughs) (laughs) here? We're here. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that you're experimenting with it and, and not getting caught up in right or wrong, or is this working? It's just, feels good. So you keep going in that direction, you know, yeah. probably sound like a lunatic to anyone trying to understand that, but I knew you ladies would get it. <laughs> no, no, you sound pretty much part of the course, but it, all, it did really help me I, um, understand, you know, the, the binary or the, you know, the non-binary uh, definition of why it is it is, um, you know, just easier or at least preferred to use them, we, they, us, because you're, you're really not one thing. And, you know, maybe, maybe they're, you know, it's bigger than we can imagine. And maybe somehow we're all going to adopt it, but not on a gender 
identity in a whole encompassing identity. Unification. Yeah, Love that. Weird? That's Love crazy. That idea. It kind of blows the mind, but you know, especially for us old school, who you know, like so you say with sense. the pronouns, I mean, this is really changing the language. Yeah. Oh, I have a friend who's a grammar. I don't want to say Nazi. God, isn't that funny how I use that word? Uh, grammar, you know, that's her button. And she totally stands behind, like, gets why people want to use they and them. But she's like, I can't tell if it's because they identify or if they just have bad grammar. And it, like, drives her nuts. Or bad grammar. <laughs> just not speaking English well. Right. Yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. funny. At first, it was very hard for me to understand too. But oh yeah, um, I threw myself in, and I'm I'm just there. So anyway, Casey, love it. Casey heard me us. Casey heard us say something. No, I'm gonna get rumors <laughs> started. No, <but> Stephanie. <laughs> well, we we accept you. Thank you. You in the plural you. sense. That's right. You all. <laughs> y'all. We accept y'all. <laughs> Use. I think in Jersey, don't they say use or at least use guys? Use. Yeah, they yeah. do. Guys. Man, they pluralized it. Now we've really gone off course here with our we have. grammar anyway, discussion. Love and light, people. Love and light. Bless your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the Three Intuitive Healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.